family, I'm so happy to announce the launch of my brand new premium podcast. It's called Ideas That Matter Plus. This is an exciting new development that we've been working on for some time. This after seeing a lot of you request coming through saying thank you for what we've done and wanting more. Ideas That Matter Plus is a more targeted podcast that focuses on business strategies and more high-level thinking to help highly ambitious entrepreneurs, SMEs, business owners and founders, even the CEOs of big business. It only costs 450 Rand per month and will be coming in, but I mean coming in hot. So, subscribe now to Ideas That Matter Plus, now available on Spotify or Apple Podcast Store. Sayonara. Hi Vusi, this is Musonda from Lusaka, Zambia. I am an entrepreneur. I run a general supply business as well as an events management business. And I'm just catching up on your podcast, but I found the doppelganger episode that you did from last year. And wow, it just really resonated with me, you know, in between running both my businesses and um, handling my parents' affairs, managing their estates. They both passed recently, my dad last year and my mom the year before. Um, And also just trying to look out and help out with my younger brothers um, where I can. You know, just feeling the need to be superwoman and play all the roles and do them perfectly. Just having that understanding that, you know, it's okay to step back the same way that um, Superman, um, when he lost his dad, he wasn't he wasn't in the role of you know this indestructible Superman. He was just a man who was going through a loss. And yeah, I feel like a lot of us feel like because you're always seen as the strong person, the person that can pull the weight, you're often you often feel required to be that person. But just listening to your podcasts reminded me that it's okay to just take a step back and rest and do things for myself. And I really appreciate that. It's time to take your seat at the table. Find out how with Vosi Tembeguayo as we discuss ideas that matter. A catalyst for bold action. Hello. Family. <laughs> what a note that was. Thank you so much for that. And I love hearing from entrepreneurs, especially in the African continent, because I know how difficult that is. I really do know how difficult that is. And and I I, uh, I want to say to you, thank you so much, my sister, for the voice note, for the thoughts. Double Ganga was an interesting one, right? And it remains one of those that's been like over a year since it's been live. In fact, I think it's probably one of the older episodes, but it's one of those that's like over the years, it's just people get there and they go, wow, never considered the Clark Kent and Superman, right? Never considered the Bruce Wayne and in Batman. I never, I never considered the human element of the, of the actual individual. So thank you so much for that. And I think so many of us are having periods in our lives where there are human elements to our superhero stories. And it doesn't mean that our superhero-ness is less superhero-ish. It just does mean that we're having a human experience. And by the way, none of us are spared this thing called the human experience. None of us are spared. The past two weeks' worth of episodes have been such a gem, and certainly for me, such a gift to hear from all of you. To hear your thoughts, your insights, your feedback, 
um, as well as how it is that you've experienced the VT podcast and what it's meant to each of you as you've been hearing some of those thoughts. So please don't forget to keep sending us your voice notes to our WhatsApp line, which I will mention later in the episode, to, to remind us again about what it is that speaks to you in terms of these podcasts. For those of you who have inquired about the School of Scale, go to schoolofscale.co and find out there about all these incredible companies that we're accelerating and all of these big business, all of these small businesses that we're helping scale up, rather. And for those of you who have been wondering about how you get mentored by VT, well, don't forget to visit the VT Club 100. And there you'll find out all the information about how do you get mentored by VT? How do you join the mastermind? Just last night, actually, I had a mastermind session with my VT group. We we're talking AI and all things AI. And I had people from all over the world. I had people from uh, the Middle East, people from the Caribbean, from the US. Uh, we had a person in from China in our episode, in our, in our series yesterday, and just so much there to learn and so much to share with each other and so much to explore and so much to experience. So, family, lots happening in the background. In the words of The Rock, if you smell what The Rock is cooking. And I hope for you guys, you can smell what it is that we're cooking, right? Like, I hope you're feeling it. I hope that you're, you're, you're getting a sense of all of these amazing, incredible things that we're doing behind the scenes and, and, and what those things mean, right, uh, for you. And the fact that we genuinely care, the fact that we genuinely want to have an impact, the fact that we genuinely want to reach out. There are some of you who have been sending out notes and messages about Magna Carta of Exponentiality, the book. What is it with you guys and the Magna Carta? It's, it's, it's the craziest thing to me. It's like there's this massive psychological effect with the Magna Carta and how many people want a copy of that book. So as you know, we stopped printing the book. The book is now a collector's item. If you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. But we came under such an inordinate amount of pressure from the community to do a special print run of just 100 all personalized signed copies of the Magna Carta. So if you, and, I, and I, by the way, I say this advisedly, I think there are of the 100, I think something like 53 are already gone because they were actually pre-bought by people who'd waited over one year to get the Magna Carta. I'm not lying. There are guys who bought it and, and they were like, when you guys decide to print again, I, I, I will wait for my copy. Like, I will wait for my copy. So if you're one of those people who would like a Magna Carta, I can't guarantee you're going to get one, but go to the VT website, click on shop, click on books. And when you get there, you'll find out all about the Magna Carta and, uh, and put your name on the list. And hopefully you can get yourself a copy of the Magna Carta. So yeah, that book has been just such an incredible gift since I launched it in 2017. And I'm so excited with the new additional books that I've been working on that will be publishing since then. So what then might we be discussing today? Friends, family, today I want to talk to you a bit about high heels. Yeah, yeah, you heard right. High heels, stilettos, them inches on them inches, as the young people say. So, why would I want to talk about high heels? I, I, um, I am fascinated, before we get into the history of high heels and the content as I've got it prepared, but I'm fascinated by the psychological effect of high heels. I'm fascinated by, as I hear it, and, and let me be clear, I have never put high heels on. So I don't want to get comments after this about how did you know that that's how high heels make you feel? 
this is purely anecdotal, right? I, I, I asked one or two or, or three or, or four or maybe 50, you know, women that I might have known in the past. I can't give you the exact number. Maybe marginally more than 50. Anyway, the number doesn't matter. The number doesn't matter. The point is, I've got a good sample. And I've asked about this thing about the high heels. Like, what is it with the high heels? And there seems to be this universal theme about what the high heels psychologically do to the individual wearing the high heels. Of course, we know that there are actual ergonomic effects too, you know, the spinal effect, and we'll get into those in a minute. But it's the psychological effect for me. It's this idea that you feel sexier just by literally tilting your foot and stilting onto the, uh, the base of your foot and then having the ball of your foot pointed towards the ground, raise the heel of your foot using these high heels. I find that absolutely fascinating. But what is the history of high heels? Did you know that high heels were actually invented for men? True story. Yes, high heels were invented for men, and they've been found throughout history in different cultures. Heeled shoes were originally worn by men. True story. It goes back to the 10th century in Persia, as it was known then. And some say 3,500 BC, Egyptian life, right? So while the style of footfall was originally geared towards men in the 18th century, it saw women begin to adopt high heels into their fashion. Here's what's really crazy about the history of high heels. It's long and diverse. The 17th century Persians, right, or what we today know as modern Iran, used high-heeled shoes, listen to this because this will blow you away, in the military. High-heeled shoes were gear for war. Shah Abbas, a Persian monarch, led a large cavalry against the Ottoman Empire. His cavalrymen used heeled shoes to enable them to stand up in stirrups on their horses. The heels helped them remain stable, shoot bow and arrows more efficiently and effectually. These Persian-styled shoes were then adopted later by European aristocrats. There are some who say that part of the reason the Shah had his cavalrymen wear these high-heeled shoes is also because in combat it made them appear taller, made them look larger, look bigger. Ancient Greek heels, or what we called a kotoni, were used for theatre. These heeled shoes, or these also heeled shoes, are a similar type of a platform, but they're more of a sandal than having the actual uh, front of the shoe being concealed, Yeah. The soles of these shoes were often made of cork, and the height was used to elevate characters that were deemed the most significant in the theatrical production. So, if you were playing the main character, you needed to be larger, of larger stature, and so you got to put on these high-heeled shoes. During the time period, the most common shoe to find in theatre performers were these high-heeled shoes, and they were actually made for the men as well. Isn't that interesting? So, now that we know, perhaps a different question to ask is, how did we get from that history of the high heel shoe 
to where we are today with the high heel shoe? And most importantly, what is the psychological effect of high-heeled shoes? There are some who say that high heels began to become feminine in European fashion around the 1630s. This trend emerged along with shorter hairstyles and recreational smoking among women. It was the first revolution in women before the revolution in the sphere of women, right? And even then, there is an incredible lady called Catherine de' Medici. She is credited for the popularity of heels for women. She had thin heels designed to enhance her height, and she wore them on her wedding day ceremony. So, this is the history of the high-heeled shoe. Let's talk a little bit about the psychological effect of the high-heeled shoe. And here, I beg your indulgence to deviate a little bit from what the academic studies tell us and have a more consensual live debate, really a discussion, almost a, an extrapolation of the facts around this idea of high-heeled shoes. John Updike, he's an author who wrote a book called Pigeon Feathers and Other Stories. He writes in that book, a woman's beauty lies not in any exaggeration of the specialized zones, nor in any general harmony that could be worked out by any means or a similar aesthetic superstition. But in the upright nature of her spine. The psychological effect then, he argues in his book, of high-heeled shoes, is this upright effect that they place on the spine. Now, why is this important? Because think about what you do when you're feeling down. Think about the physiology and how your body is statured when you're feeling low. Often the first thing that gives way is your spine. And then what follows is your shoulders as you arc forward. And then your eyes as you dim toward the ground. And you turn from a stand-up tall, colorful character into a slightly smaller, almost fractional version of yourself. A grayer version of you. So. Ladies and men, yes, the color of the bottom of the high heel is important, I suppose, if that's how you are tethered. But the real reason the high heel shoe is important is because it forces you, no matter what it is that's happening in your life, to stand up straight. And so, that's the message for this week's podcast. Stand up straight. Wake up every morning and put on the high heels of your intent. Wake up every morning and put on the high heels of your talent. Wake up every morning and put on the high heels of your passions. Wake up every morning and put on the high heels of your calling. It isn't to say that life is not going to happen, but it is to say that when you step forward every single step, intentionally walking on the high heels of your callings and your passions and your talents and your capabilities and your dreams and the vision for your life, you stand up straight. You recognize that even though life is happening, it's happening for you, not to you. Because now you stand arched back. Shoulders upright. 
intentionally on the back of the purpose using your high heels. There are some of you listening to this podcast who don't even know how you're going to let the day just fade away. There are some who are dreading the sunrise of the next day because of the problems you've got to deal with as the sun rises. There are some of you who cannot wait for the sun to set because of how exhausted you've been fighting the war that is your life at the moment. And then there are others who've completely lost perspective of what time it is in the day. You're just numb. You're coasting along. Bruising for a cruising, as they say. But here at the VT Podcast, we want to encourage you to remember that even though you might not have the resources, you've got the calling. That even though you might not see the future, there is still a vision. And so, arc forward. Stand up straight off the back of the heels of your talents and your capabilities. Move forward into the world following those talents and skills. And remember this, you are called and there is a calling. And that calling is going to require of you to move with deliberate intent. <laughs> what a thought. What a podcast. I got to tell you, you know, at the end of every podcast after we record it, I sit here and I think to myself, you know, but Vus, you are very clever. You are very, very clever. And uh, you are very intelligent, actually. And uh, you must be rewarded for yourself, for being yourself, actually. <laughs> All right, friends, family, thank you so much for listening to this week's installment of the VT Podcast. And until we meet again, sayonara. Hello, family. We love to hear from you here at the VT Podcast, and we've made it even easier for you to do so. You can send us a WhatsApp voice note about your thoughts on our podcasts on plus two seven eight one five zero five seven double six seven. That's plus two seven eight one five zero five seven double six seven. We look forward to hearing from you. This podcast was proudly brought to you by My Growth Fund in partnership with Sound and Sounds Media.